Stephanie, thank you so much for joining me. You can find the Mocha Minutes podcast on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, TuneIn, CastBox, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. Find us on any of those platforms or wherever else you catch a podcast. Also still soliciting for ratings and reviews. If you would be so inclined, please leave us some five stars. Leave us some reviews. Would greatly appreciate it. Also, you can find me on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Mocha Minutes on all three of those platforms. If you want to shoot me an email, give me some feedback. Other than on those three places, you can email me at mochaminutes at gmail.com. Welcome back to the Mocha Minutes podcast. This is Stephanie. Thank you so much for joining me. Um, it's been a heavy few weeks. I had to step away um, as I took a couple of weeks to just decompress and not um, just take some take a step back because I'm mourning the death of my grandmother. Uh, so thank you to everyone for their very sweet messages. Everybody who reached out to me. Um, it was good to take a step away because I feel like if I didn't, it wouldn't have been good. So I'm glad I had to step. I'm glad I took a time, took time to step away. I'm glad I took time to, um, spend with my family. Uh, Christmas is over. Um, it was an interesting Christmas, but still a good Christmas nonetheless. And we are rounding out the year. (laughs) by talking about the Real Housewives of Potomac reunion. And with me today, very excited. She hopped, hopped, hopped right on over to the Mocha Mendes podcast from She's Starting. I have Lily. Lily, how are you? I am so good. And I'm so glad that you took that time to take care of yourself and reflect on what you need. And self-care is so important, especially around the holidays, especially around um monumentous loss mm-hmm. which has touched all of us in some way more mm-hmm. some more than others this year and um i'm really happy to be your foray back into podcasting and to also end this year with you i don't know when we'll air but i know that we're we're recording be right just before the end of the year so mm-hmm. i am honored to be here um Aww. Um, Stephanie and I have been through it in terms of Potomac, in terms of the followers, in terms of the blockers, in terms of our friends. Mm. Um, We are sick and tired of being sick and tired. I was like, I'm not talking about this anymore. I'm like, 
I'm not mm-hmm. trying to end friendships over a reality show. I'm not trying to uh-uh. end like whether internet friends, in-person friendships, like just ID friends, however you want to say it. I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to stop. I'm just going to not, I'm not going back and forth with you. And I definitely wasn't doing yeah. it in the last couple of weeks. I'm like, oh yeah, I don't have the, I don't have the mental space. I don't have the mental scope to do this with you. Um, I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. So I kind of yeah. literally, I didn't talk about it, but I watched others and I found new voices because I think for us, I was, mm-hmm. we, we kept looking at this and going, okay, so are we the crazy ones? Or do y'all not see what we see? I feel like we were the little boy going, the emperor has no clothes. What are y'all doing? Right. I, I mean, I, there's still people that are very close to us mm-hmm. that are like unwavering Monique fans yeah. and like, I feel like there's this internal truce and mm-hmm. I just, I just laugh at them because <laughs> like, I'm not going to name any names, but I know that some of our friends are like, I, at this point, I just like riling y'all up. And I'm just like, like, look, I just like, I choose violence. <laughs> I just like, like, I choose violence. That's what they do. I'm like, oh, like, I know well, I'm coming, you're like, I choose violence. I'm like, what? I don't think that the like uh, the people like in our little space that are like our friends actually actively choose violence. I think that they just really love Monique and can yeah. look over what she's done. They like and... the villain. I'm like, that's fine. That's really fine. I'm like, I respect them more going like, it doesn't matter. I'm team Monique. Right. I'm 10 toes down. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> um, and I mean, I think that the friends that like are like admitting, like, we're just trying to rile you up, like, we, mm-hmm. we know that, um, we know we differ in opinion. And there's, um, then there's people who are just like, so I think it's interesting because I, I did not stay away from the internet mm-hmm. at any point during all of this. And mm-hmm. I might've, I might regret that, but I mean, <laughs> as, as you know, there's been some scuffles, um, verbal scuffles. Some people have been blocked. Some people have been muted. Some like some YouTubes have been unsubscribed from. I'm like, yeah, I'm good on yeah. this. And it's kind of like, you got to put up a boundary. I'm like, I'm not going to do this with you. Because I think what happened, I think it was yesterday on Teria's um, IG post. Uh, somebody like, somebody wrote something like really nasty about Candace. Well, not really nasty. They're talking about like homophobia versus transphobia and um, misogyny. Because oh, I she saw put, that. Yeah, she mm-hmm. put up that post about what Chris Samuels and was like, I remember seeing that clip. I didn't, it was like, it was jarring the second time I saw it. I was like, wait a minute. Wait, it was also tripled down say? on. Yeah, it was also tripled down on when they showed it again last night. Yeah. Where he, you saw a little more of the clip and he was like, um, I wish I wasn't, okay, I'm, I'm not, this isn't verbatim. It was something like, I wish I wasn't a man. So he says Bruce he Jenner. Said, I wish I was Bruce Jenner. And right. I went, so all of Caitlin? us. So yeah. So there was a on that thread of Teria's yesterday. We were talking about maybe he means Bruce Banner, who's the Hulk. And um, I was like, that's actually what I thought mm-hmm. because Bruce Banner turns into the Hulk and like he smashes people. So mm-hmm. I was like, maybe that's what he meant um, because Bruce Jenner doesn't exist anymore. Um, and he, uh, Bruce Jenner is Caitlyn Jenner. So I was like giving him a little more benefit of the doubt that he didn't dead name her. Mm -hmm. And then, um, we saw y'all out and I went, 
Right. Wait, so that's that like, like he said this. I was like, he. That's like when. That's like where I was like, maybe he means the Hulk because that's what the Hulk would do, right? So right. maybe he meant Bruce Banner. But then we saw the clip a little more of the clip at the reunion last night, and he was like, he said something to the effect like, "I wish I wasn't a man." Right. And so I, I wish I could be really... just like Caitlyn. I'm like, so you want to identify as a woman so you could beat other women up? So. That's really what like made me actually change my mind that he was referring to Bruce Jenner because mm. he wants to tra- be trans for a moment so he could justify right. kicking women. women's ass. But then he also dead named her. So I was just like, get yes. out of well, here. I'm just sitting here like. <laughs> so yeah. I, I, and the bad part about it is Monique just sat there and she was like, and he would do it because he used to do it for a living. I'm like, so you're okay with your husband being like this. So when he start, when he apologized, he's like, I'm ashamed of my actions, this, that, and the third. And I'm like, you do realize this came out months ago. Why, Why was it he- not brought up by anyone that he referred to Bruce Jenner as somebody, uh, dead named her, dead right. named Caitlin. I was sitting here like, like really, now. that's... No Y'all one was like up Candace's ten-year-old tweets, but nobody not saying what Bru- what Bruce, what Chris <laughs> Samuel said in what August. Right. It's like um, I'm. If it was, if it was talked about, I know the show was eleven hours long, and we saw three and a half hours of it. So <laughs> maybe it came up, it and they didn't. It wasn't like just I don't, just, don't, just don't see it. I, and I honestly, I'm trying to think. I think we have had a secrets revealed. Potomac a few times I don't know if they're doing one I don't know if we I feel like they've done maybe one but maybe they just haven't I don't remember I don't remember either if I would love to see the rest of that reunion I would spend 11 hours just watching them I'm like like, just let it just give us the I would watch them eat lunch yeah I would watch them do whatever they do in that 11 hours I would watch every freaking second of it right right (laughs) Despite me just saying I'm fucking tired of all of this. I was like, I'll still watch it for 11 hours. See, this is how, this is how hilarious this is for us. So we <laughs> are talking about the three and a half hour Real Housewives of Potomac fifth season reunion. Mm-hmm. So I remember last year's Dallas reunion, or was it earlier this year? I'm not even exactly sure. because I is think it was this year. Was it earlier this year? I, could, I don't even remember because I'm sitting here like, Time is a social construct. I I don't know what year this is. Time is a social construct this year for sure. Did, like, did, did you know. know the Jersey one was also this year? Like somebody pointed that out to me and I was like, It was? You're going to jail for pointing this out to me. What? <laughs> yes. What? Oh wow, this is this is crazy. I'm like, okay, so I'm not. I'm not ready for this. This sucks. It's like this sucks, man. Like what the hell? Both of these are this year. What? I'm like so when Dallas had their one, they had their two and a half hour reunion. Cause I was uh-huh. like, wait a minute, why is one hour and then an hour and a half? I'm like, wait a minute, what? It, what's this actually half an hour for? And that's you know, I loved. I have to say, this is probably the first reunion where you got something out of all three parts. There wasn't a filler part of the reunion. Because mm-hmm. a lot of the seasons, a lot of the shows have, like, if they have multiple parts, there's one part that is like, yeah, so y'all could have cut all of this out. Y'all didn't have to show us this. I, mm-hmm. What are we doing? Most notably, Beverly Hills, New York, and Orange County. 
they are famous for those filler episodes like girl we don't care we don't care jersey sometimes but it depends on what they're talking about I was like, but I, as far as I'm concerned, Jersey and Dallas happened in like a lifetime in which I, I can't believe it's become year. a different like, person. Like, I can't either. But um, hmm. somebody like put up a few months ago, so that I don't even know if that timeline's true. At some point <laughs> recently, um, they put a picture of the reunion where like Danielle was like bitching about ne- not sitting next to Andy. Um, and they're like, we just want to remind you that this was earlier this year. And I was just like, put your shit Leave away. Leave us alone. Go Leave to your alone. room. It's like, you are grounded. <laughs> Turn, change the change the code to the Wi-Fi. You don't deserve the internet anymore. You <laughs> have to sit mean. over there and <laughs> you get out here. Get out my face. <laughs> it's like, are you kidding me? Oh my gosh. Yeah. Sit this was your March. ass down and eat that your was dinner. You're wrong. Re- Jersey reunion was in March. Yeah, so I. Girl. I mean, March so of twenty eighteen. I don't know. The, <laughs> the the um the break in the year in March for everybody like February was a different year for everybody. Mm-hmm. I feel like there was this mini miniature year between twenty nineteen and March of twenty twenty. It's been. It's been like the longest five years and one year that I've ever had. I'm like, this is a lot. I cannot believe this. Jersey really was in March. This is nuts. Oh my God. So I'm sorry. I'm sorry to deliver this information. I, I feel like ugh, I've been, <laughs> I feel gooped right now. I'm like, wait a minute. What? Gooped? You feel duped? I feel gooped. See, this oh, is what happens. Oh, like, RuPaul's Drag Race is coming back this week. So that's why I'm like, oh, I was gooped. Because I'm like, what oh, the hell? I I haven't watched Drag Race in a long time. Didn't I am? I know that I probably am missing a lot. There's so much good TV that, uh, like, I don't. There's people like Kendrick. Mm-hmm. He watches everything, and I was like, do you sleep? Right. And he's <laughs> the one who said we should watch House of Ho, that reality show on HBO Max. And I started. I'm like, this is kind of cute. I've fun. heard that's good. It's crazy yeah. rich Asians in Houston, right. Texas. I'm like, oh, it's okay. like real, yeah. <laughs> so there's right. the there's people like Kendrick who watch who also work from home like I do, but he mm-hmm. can watch TV while he works. And I actually listen to y'all's podcast while I work. See, that's and the I'm, thing. I listen to podcasts when I was in the office, and now when I'm home, it's like mm-hmm. I don't know why it's hard for me to listen to a podcast, but because I'm used to listening while I'm moving and doing mm-hmm. things. Like if I'm in a if I'm going to like a store, I'm like, I pop up my earphones, pop in, pop out, pop in my earphones and listen to a podcast while I'm going. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, who, like, how, what store am I going to? I might be in a while. Whose podcast can I listen to? Oh, let me listen to Teria's. Let me listen to the read. Let me listen. <laughs> it's like, got tons to choose from. I'm like, yeah, but he's sitting at my desk. I don't know. It's like, but podcasts are a good soundtrack yeah. for telework. I have to say, it's like, they I are. have to get in the mood for it. And I'm still behind. Like I right? am a, probably a month behind. Oh, I, mean, wow. I, I mean, I'll like pick and choose like more recent. Cause like once you get like three weeks behind, it's like the shit already happened. Mm-hmm. I want, I like the jokes and I like the interaction, but I've been choosing stuff that's been like airing in the last week or so mm-hmm. to like listen to. Okay. Like I listened to Kendrick's and I listened mm-hmm. to Taria's with mm-hmm. y'all um i listened to half of that yesterday 
um, I re-listened to the Know That podcast with Taria because she just succinctly, like, really mm-hmm. it just, just says how, what our opinion is about this whole thing. Um, mm-hmm. I think that um, she also did a really good job of showing them that maybe Monique is not the best um then <laughs> the best team to be behind but they're unwavering yeah. so that's fine but I really liked the conversation because it was super mm-hmm. respectful mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. despite the disagreement and mm-hmm. I, I really wanted to listen to it anyway again yeah. so I was like since I'm coming into this conversation with Stephanie I'm going to um, listen to this diplomatic conversation again because it, it was really was. worth I loved it I, yeah. I love diplomacy because that's what happened when Kay and Aaron were on my show from Bravo Wild Black like Mm -hmm. they were team Monique or more Mm -hmm. team neither to team Monique and it was like our conversation was civil and Kyle was just like see I like talking to civil I like this kind of conversation where we can just go we don't agree I'm Mm -hmm. like yeah because after a while it's like okay so what's the point I'm like there's some people like I don't care I don't like Candace that's on period I'm never I'm never going to change and I'm like okay <laughs> it's like I, I I'm not gonna I tell know. you what to do I'm like there's, I'm gonna tell you how I feel and you there's know how tons feel. of like, people that don't like her and um the reactions like to her mm-hmm. and um who else is there there's another housewife that I see so it's definitely Candace mm-hmm. oh, oh and Bronwyn um people will use like vomit emojis and I'm just like if your reaction to these housewives is vomiting, like get yourself to a GI specialist because that's not normal. Like you can dislike someone without vomiting. Yeah. Like, like why are you using vomit? Send emojis? some screenshots to Karen so she can call your boss because she's good at like, that. So get, just give it to yeah. get you a good enterologist because your relationship with Bravo should not cause vomiting. Yeah. It's so like, just don't watch uh, it, baby. No one is literally... I was like, there is no, and the bad part about it is for Orange County, there is no FOMO. Nobody's going, oh my God, y'all should be watching this. Yeah. I want to watch it for Bronwyn's journey, but I can binge it way after the season ends way. and not give them viewership. So Absolutely. that's what I'll do. Yeah. I am. Like, yeah, I can wait. There's a lot of Bronwyn's story that um is kind of parallel to mine. Like she quit drinking. Mm. I did not have a, I was not anywhere near in terms of alcoholism um, as she was, but I also quit drinking this year. Hmm. And um, even though like I didn't really have like a problem with alcohol, I the shit that that comes up when you remove something like that from your life, even though it's maybe not a huge crutch or right. you're not physically addicted, yeah, um, it's hideous. Yeah, and I can imagine doing that on national TV. I cannot imagine it. Um, it's like the so. wave of emotions. It's huge. Like, Mm-mm. I I don't even know how to. Yeah, I gotta watch these episodes with Bronwyn. But it's literally y'all y'all call me after the reunion. <laughs> let me know. <laughs> let me know when the reunion because I think they filmed the reunion last week it's, or the week before. They did because we got to Gina, see almost, and I was just like, she looked good. What this was like, y'all? This is not a drill look how good Gina looks. I'm like, she was like, I heard y'all, y'all won. Let me get some cute hair. I'm like, yes, darling, please. And she she looked cute. She was dressed. She looked beautiful. Her hair was beautiful. Makeup was beautiful. I'm like, 
So it, yeah. it took us ignoring you to actually get your shit together. Oh, okay. Got it. We'll remember <laughs> this in the past. In the I future. wonder how much of it's on, on Regina's radar that we're ignoring OC. Like, I feel like Kelly's the only really the one that um, gets the feedback that like we're boycotting because of you. It's like, yeah. um, if she, I mean, she's blocked most of us, but um, I'm a, <laughs> she, I love how I mean, he was actually acting like it was because her and Tamara weren't there. I'm like, Victoria, nobody cares. Victor, I love when you call people by their their entire birth name it's like when you are upset with them. Like, girl, if you don't leave us all the way alone, shut the hell up. Nobody. Cares. I will. I will say if they had plucked out a Kelly Dodd and put in a Tamara and a Vicky, I would have watched. I would have. I would have done it. It's I don't care for see, like, either of those people, though. Actually, I was like, yeah, and it's like I. Whew. But I still would have watched. I'm about to watch Dallas too. And I don't know if they're going to be very boring or not. Exactly. But. I was like, I'm here for Dr. Moon. This is a Dr. Moon stand account. That's what I'm here for. And everybody <laughs> was just like, how is she your favorite? And she ain't even been on the show. I'm like, look. Because who else past. would be? I'm like, I honestly liked Cameron last season. Pink pong balls out. <laughs> oh, that <laughs> drawing? <laughs> Was she's she drawing the her little drawing oh. killed me i'm like if you don't leave us alone legs up <laughs> pink ball balls go out i'm like wait what, what and she's of- like one of them hit me <laughs> like you got a girl i can't even do this i'm like y'all are in thailand and y'all went to one of these shows and i do it's like See, they still use the, the offensive term that's offensive to a lot of people. Lady Early, boy. They lady use boy, that. yeah. Yeah, so they use it and it's for them it's not offensive. For a lot of other people who are trans and trans adjacent, they're like, yeah, don't ever call me that. It's like I would yeah. never have called it that, either. whether they use it that use it in Thailand or not. Mm-hmm. I think I would have said I'll I'm gonna go to the ping pong show. Right. And because I'm like, I don't even know what the yeah. I'm like I don't even remember what the show was called. But yeah, I'll be watching Dialless for Dr. Moon. And also we are recording this on Monday, December 28th. And mm-hmm. we both got the notification that Deandra Simmons is in the ICU with COVID. Yep. I saw that. I was like I can't imagine. I don't know if they're done was, filming either. I don't I think they did rap filming, but I could have sworn uh, Homegirl was on Twitter this last weekend. I mean, like, it can, as far as I can tell, it can go pretty fast. Like, right. so you can like, feel sick and in the ICU immediately, like the next day. Yeah. It all depends on who you are. So, right. Because I'm like, oh, um, that's awful. That's, that's awful. awful. That is just, it's just plain awful. I don't wish that type, I don't wish that disease or death from that disease on anybody. And that includes our president Mm -hmm. when he was sick and people were like, I hope he dies. And I was just like, Oh, I did. And I was like, no, no, you need to live at least until November 5th. Well, there's also like, let's finish this story and finish it right with your ass in jail. But it's just Mm -hmm. also like wishing the death of, from COVID on somebody is, I don't wish that on anybody like dying alone dying like yeah because you're drowning and your lungs are just filled with fluid like this yeah. sounds so awful that i mean i wasn't unhappy that he caught it because um i love a good schadenfreude <laughs> hello hello um i knew he would be fine because 
he has access to everything that one could need to get better. Um, yeah, and also- I was like, is he, it's because he's a rich white man. I'm like, no, because he's the president of the United States. That's what I mean, this is. It's like, what are you doing? <laughs> that's, but rich white men are the president of the United States. Oh, yeah, like, I think true. that if he had caught this as the, uh, if he had caught this in February and he was no longer the president, he would have probably been able to access the same treatment. But it yeah. wouldn't have been free. He wouldn't have had that free ass health care that none of us have. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so um, I, I wish the best for Deandra and anybody who is in the hospital with this because that's, I, I can't imagine. And I don't wish that kind of, I do not wish this on anyone. This yeah. is, it sounds so frightening. I was like, yeah, I don't want, I was like, I, people are like, yeah, go let him die. I'm like, yeah, no, I don't need him to be a martyr before election day. And that then too. I was like, yeah, no, I need him to live. And now I'm at this point, like, yeah, he needs to live till January 19th. Um, you uh, were talking about on the, the, the podcast with Taria and Monty and Sasha, we were like, um, oh, hello, everybody needs to report his Twitter account. But then somebody else was like, I hope that it, he doesn't, he doesn't get picked up in a helicopter. But I think someone said like a cop car or a paddy wagon yep. or something. Put him right in the back. We're going to... We're gonna take you to your new home, sir. I thought right. that was really like, funny. Yeah, no. Put him right in the back. I'm good. It's like uh -uh, uh, put him right in the back. I am definitely interested to see how his uh, platform plays out. Um, there's been some concern that he could run again in 2024 because his base is so strong. But if he's a felon, I don't think he can run for president. So. Uh, let's see. Let's see. Fingers crossed, he cannot. <laughs> Fingers crossed that I, I, I mean, I don't have a crystal ball for real, but if I look in my fake crystal ball, the future <laughs> is not bright. The future of his is not bright for him. So you are, <laughs> you know what, Lily, see, am, am, I, am I out of pocket? You are not. That is funny. You know what? Let's talk about Potomac in this reunion show. This oh yeah. We got season, derailed. Right. That no, happens. it's fine. It was just like, I'm like this re this season mm -hmm. with what we saw on camera um all of the fandom all of the behind the scenes the lives the tweets the ig stories mm -hmm. that has all encompassed on this being one of the darkest seasons of a real housewives show i've mm -hmm. seen in a very long time if it wasn't the I think when you, I think a friend of mine pointed out that she thought Atlanta when they were um, giving the rumor that Candy drugged and was going to drug and rape Phaedra. Um, she said, I think that one was darker. And I think I see why she thought that because she was just talking about what was on the show and at uh -huh. the reunion. And I was like, uh -huh. I can see that. I think I'm just including the fandom because man, it was getting like if it's not already Lucy, Lucy, apple juicy levels of crazy. It was like, okay, so this is a lot. It was like, uh -huh. wh wh what is going on here? So I was so glad. At first they were talking about it might be four parts. And I'm like, what do they have to talk about for four edited hours? And then uh -huh. you find out it's three parts and the last part is 90 minutes. And I'm like, 
this is gonna be I, I think I could have watched way more as we already discussed right so. I was like there's so many conversations that could have gone on longer and some that didn't need to go on longer but I'm glad to a certain extent like Bethany says they hashtag mentioned it all and you need to there's a lot of stuff that happened during this season mm-hmm. so now that you watched all three parts mm-hmm. do you feel lighter or do you like I still have questions um so I have questions like Mm -hmm. and I think some of them have been answered in other podcasts so I'm I'm okay with those answers such as why does Candace get the brunt of Monique's anger when um it really should have been Giselle but then at the same time there's like well, Giselle did say it on the show, but Monique didn't know that at the time. And it's really this rumor that's being perpetuated by someone called Gigi. And it doesn't really all add up. Like Candace is being reprimanded by Monique at the beginning of the season for having her, having Sharice at a party, mm-hmm. which I agree she should have given a heads up. Like if she knew there was beef, I agree that's respectful. Mm-hmm. Um, but if why is Monique so mad at Candace for inviting Sharice to a party and being friends with her when it's really all about Gigi in the first place? And then, I mean, I might have all this wrong, but like, so it sounds like Sharice is barely involved. She's barely on the, ser- the, the season. Yeah. And then also Monique's got some hand in the pot too, like helping to stir the cauldron. So like, how does why is Candace getting all of this? And then um, I think Taria said it on the Know That podcast. She said she thinks that um, Monique was working to like get Candace off the show because nobody wanted her around, mm-hmm. um, and that she was happy to like play nice nice with Giselle despite knowing Giselle's involvement because. Mm-hmm. And I agree with this because more than one person has says it as well, like that everybody wants to be good with the green eyed bandits. Like they're the it girls of the show. So that's a that's a Kendra cap take. And I'm like, that's that's a Kendra take. It is. It's like, that's a hot take. And I'm like, I don't think points it's are made. <laughs> points were made. I don't think it's hot at all. I think I think it's I think it's human nature to want to be liked by the popular girls. Mm-hmm. It's like, um, I'm just like. like and i could see that i could see it and yeah and i think that if it's not the green eyed bandits she definitely wanted in with giselle like there's a self-appointed like i'm the queen bee of this show situation that's going on with giselle but people don't disagree with that they don't Um, it's like they disagree and don't disagree and they're like let's get somebody in there that'll dethrone giselle and they're like yep because can't moni came in here and got under giselle's skin i'm like so i so I hear y'all, but why are y'all acting like before Monique got there, they had been like, oh, I don't know, six or seven seasons of Potomac. She literally came in season two. <laughs> I was like, what y'all give this, y'all give Giselle way too much credit. I'm like, make no mistake. When it uh-huh. comes to the faces of that franchise, it's Giselle, Karen, and Ashley. And it's like, as much as I yeah. dislike Ashley, I'm like, even I can admit this, that girlfriend carries that show because she got a storyline every damn year. 
It's her lousy it's ass true. husband. It's other stuff. It's her shit with her mama. Her white daddy don't want her. I'm like, what is going? I'm like, how is she able to carry this show and start? She starts mess on that show, and because she's so transparent with her life, she is literally the self drag of the show at the same time. I'm like, <laughs> how, I'm like, why are you saying nobody? Well, literally, her life is a self drag. Okay, it's like I don't. She oh, bears it all, and she. she so it's like that makes her a really of... good housewife. I'm like, mm-hmm. that's the part. I'm like, yeah, and I listened to a um interview with her recently on Sarah Fraser's podcast and when they were talking uh-huh. it's like I don't Sarah didn't ask her this question but the way that she was talking about what her life is like and she's so happy and I just want to be a mom I'm like I feel like if Ashley is ever off this show it's going to be her choice she's just gonna be like I'm going to walk away just and like- I think that yeah I think she's trying to also build that um this is a new term to me. Thanks, Atria. She's trying to build that lily pad. Mm-hmm. Um, so she can hop right the fuck off. Right. That's why she and, didn't get a post nup. I'm like, oh, I stopped doing it. I'm like, yeah, see, you want stop doing you need this. To, you need to do it. And I was like, you really it, do need to do it? I'm like, you like, he showed himself. I don't have to do the post nup. I'm like, yeah. So I feel like you still should do that. But if you're like looking at like, I might not be into this long term. You'll be like, yeah, I don't need it. But she did say Michael was her person. And I'm like, I, look, it's not for me to decide. I don't care. Just keep bringing your self-drag storyline and <laughs> keep stirring the mess. So I everybody think, can just forget yeah. how messy she truly is. And I'm like, this is why when everybody kept saying Candace's mouth is so reckless, I'm like, so this is how I know y'all don't watch this show the way that I watch this show or literally mm-hmm. just watch the show, period. You may have seen a couple of episodes from other seasons and like just was invested in this because of the fight. Cause a lot of mm-hmm. people came to Potomac this season because of all the stuff that happened after the fight last October. There was a lot of mm-hmm. tea. They're like, oh, I guess I, I guess I better watch this season because I ain't been watching Potomac since season two. And it's like, I need y'all to watch all of these seasons. I think because, that um, I think I certainly didn't enter this season expecting to defend Candace one minute. I will tell you that right now. Same. Because it's like, um, we all heard the same story. She threw a drink on Monique and Monique had to defend herself. And I'm like, oh, I, I actually see this. I had very little information on the fight. Um, I actually just have not appreciated her mouth. And I want to just touch on this a little bit. And, um, beca- and it's because of you guys that I have... I've realized my like relationship with colorism and mm-hmm. it, it also like stems back into like what we were just talking about, like how everybody wants to be good with the green eye bandits or, or Giselle mm-hmm. or the top three are Ashley um, and Giselle and Karen. And mm-hmm. um, like, I know that there's people on the show that are of, of lighter complexion than maybe Karen, but I think that like, especially the wanting to be like in with the cool kids and that the cool kids are the, the ones with the European features, mm-hmm. like it says a lot. Um, and yeah. I had not until I was forced to this season, um, I was really, I didn't really, I've be, I was, um, I was an, not an Ashley apologist, but I just mm-hmm. didn't really see that like the shit that she was doing Mm-hmm. as as damaging as it was and when it's been pointed out to me that like maybe that I'm not seeing the Ashley 
uh, aggression, but I'm seeing the darker women's aggression. Like mm-hmm. I felt, and I'm catching myself with these words too. When I described at, uh, Wendy's um, first um, trip to mm-hmm. Monique's house, like I used the word aggressive. I've used that word for Candace, and I, um, I, I didn't realize that perhaps that like colorism was affecting the way yeah. I was seeing the show. Yeah. And it's eye-opening. It's uncomfortable mm-hmm. for me to say this because it's embarrassing, but we I know that we're all learning. And um Yeah. So I'm thankful that I have all of you mm-hmm. to like explain it to me, do that emotional labor, keep like all of all people who are watch this show who are not a, a black people to like remind them that they have a different lens in which they watch this show. Yeah. And this lens, this is this is this perspective that you might want to consider, and it's to consider like to consider it the way that people of color watch the show, especially black women. Yeah. So, so the thing about it is, is like I saw that saw that early on, and then I saw one of Brooke Ashley's reviews, and I'm like, oh, so I'm not the only one who saw this. Cause I'm like, why are you, why are you calling Wendy ferocious? Now, when Robin went to Oz to confront Ashley, she had to zell with her when she went after she was explained to her mom and her brother, she said they were aggressive. So she has, so I think for Ashley, she was like, I've used that term for other people. Um, but she didn't say it to her face. You said Mm -hmm. they were aggressive. When Monique threw Giselle out of her house, the first thing Giselle was like, okay, you're being a little aggressive. However, Mm -hmm. comma, (laughs) Ashley called Wendy ferocious. Robin came to your damn restaurant to beat your ass and you're Mm -hmm. not calling her ferocious. It's like, but, and that's the thing. They were like, they didn't see it. And I feel like for Monique, she would have understood this conversation with colorism. She would have had a better grasp if she had hit Ashley Darby. You would have saw a very different conversation. If she had hit Karen Huger, not only because Karen is lighter, but she's a fan favorite. There would Mm -hmm. not be, Team Monique would not be Team Monique. They would be, they will be Team Karen. They'd be like, oh, they'd be Team Karen. And even with Ashley, as much as people, like as much as like a whole a lot of people like she's so messy she's so this she still is somewhat of a fan favorite and you would have seen a lot more people talking about how aggressive and hood and bad Monique is on that show and they were like I want her off it's like no she we don't tolerate that here but because it was against Candace people were like oh no it's fine because I don't like her I'm like so that's not how this works mm-hmm. it's like that's not how this works I'm like I came into this season going, I didn't necessarily like Monique because I caught what she was doing with the whole Kendall thing. Now, people are like, she was gunning for just um, Monique since season, her first day on the, on the show. And I went back and watched season two. And mm-hmm. I'm sitting here like, you are doing all of this. You are like plotting with her boyfriend's ex-wife you're filming with her. You are going out of your way to embarrass her about Jamal. And this is all starting from the fact that she was not impressed that you had four homes. <laughs> Girl, this is not even the same thing. People are like, oh, she was shady to her. I'm like, so she brought up Sherman's criminal past. Sherman has nothing to do with Giselle. That whole scene, unless she was the sex worker, then why are you bringing this up? And the thing about it is, is like, 
even when it came mind you i didn't even <laughs> i didn't even, and this is from season three when i think about it but um because the umbrella was season three uh-huh. so when she came to candace's wedding and she was like uh <laughs> monica like, i want to apologize to both apologize to both of you at the same time and it was like just i don't even want to hear it I'm like, ma'am, you you took it to this place of, oh, we're involving our personal relationships, we're involving our children, we're involved, we're we're doing that. So for her to say like, y'all tried to hurt my family, I'm like, so you don't think bringing up Jamal's past that literally a good amount of us knew. I'm like, I'm from Baltimore, I know exactly who Jamal Bryan is. I know who this man is. It's like I've seen the stuff because Taria used to go to his church and it was like, yep. yeah. Cause when she said she, cause I don't, she saw me. I'm like, I heard you on the, another podcast going, oh my God, somebody else knew. And I'm like, yeah, he was supposed to step down for three months. They brought him back in three weeks. Like we're losing money. You need to come back. Uh-huh. I'm like girl, stop. What are y'all doing? And like, and new birth need to have him step down. So hi y'all. Hello friends. Um, <laughs> new, the senior pastor that used to be at new birth was Eddie Long. And in 2010, 2011, allegations of him um, being sexually inappropriate with um, young boys was brought up. And some of them were age, like maybe age appropriate. But again, the age of consent is 16 in, in Georgia, if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. In 2017, Eddie Long died as senior pastor of New Birth. They did not remove him. He died. That's why Jamal Bryan is there. It's like, y'all, y'all better stop this. I'm like, oh, see, y'all, they didn't remove Eddie Long. He may not have been preaching as much, but he was still senior pastor of New Birth. So I'm like, before y'all do all this whole, he needs to be removed thing. I'm like, so I, y'all might want to do your Googles on some things before you come back to me when you've got your research. Because right. don't come to me with like, oh, we need to remove him because he slept with that girl. I'm like, what girl? The threshold, it sounds like Eddie Eddie Long created a pretty high bar for what it takes to get removed because he, he didn't even get even removed. removed. I'm like, right. y'all don't care. It's like, you don't care. So I think my feeling after watching the reunion, I was like, yeah, yeah, I'm mm-hmm. kind of done with y'all. It's like, and I was always <laughs> like, I may not like, I didn't like her actions, but I'm like, yeah, Monique need to come back. Like you mm. need to come back and fix this, but I, yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Not going to. The th- well, um, the statement that she made last night to mm. Candace when she was actually looking at her, mm-hmm. and um, basically said it wasn't about you in the moment, and I completely snapped. Um, I like, she said more than that, but and offered her our apology um, and let her know she was triggered. Like this conversation, I know it took her a while to get there, but as mm-hmm. Candace said, it has been 365 days. If she had even said a semblance to that statement, even mm-hmm. if she didn't feel it yet, because she probably knew she was going to get there and it may have taken some work with her therapist and pastor, mm-hmm. but she probably knew she was going to get there because she was speaking to the pastor and was like, she didn't deserve this and was crying. So if she had just come up with a two sentence statement that was even close to what she said last night, we could have 
put this whole thing to bed right. and we could have had her all season. And I really am sad if she's not actually returning in any capacity that mm-hmm. we don't get to see her dynamic with the, the, the rest of the cast, mm-hmm. um, especially Wendy. Like I think that um, Chelsea yeah, that definitely has said, is a missed opportunity because she yeah. didn't get to know Wendy. Wendy was right. just like, I, I don't know what's going on. And I, yeah, you know, what? I, we're going yeah. to, we're going to run the gamut on this. I can't wait. Um, mm. Yeah, Chelsea from so, Uno Bravo has said, like, I re- she really feels, and I agree with this, that she and Wendy probably would, the, the, um, the, the kids that they have and the, um, the kind of, their lives are pretty similar. I think that mm-hmm. they probably could have established last, a real friendship. Their last children are a few, like, they're not that far apart in age. Oh, wait, no, it's her and Ashley. Their right. babies aren't and, that far apart in age. And I think that, like, also there's probably some things that like Wendy could have imparted upon her for in terms of like ways to conduct yourself. I don't think that that conversation at Karen's house. Yeah, she was, wasn't ready to hear that from Wendy because she don't really know Wendy. It's Wendy also was inappropriate. Yeah. It's, it was also inappropriate to place the blame uh, or to place on Monique's shoulders the behavior of all black women. Like, I don't think that's appropriate um because it's, Monique doesn't act on behalf of all black women she does not and the, right. the thing about that is is like I've always been of two minds of when she was saying it mm-hmm. and I love you know team Kern I love team Kern but I just want y'all <laughs> to realize you notice Karen didn't negate what she said when she was sitting there she hopped on Twitter and negated it I'm like well sweetheart why didn't you say nothing then you like that's yeah. a lot. Why didn't you say anything? Because I saw it of two minds. Because I got what Wendy was saying. Wendy mm-hmm. does Fox News, where she's mm-hmm. literally the only black person in the room. So she only she has. It's weird that we put this role on any oppressed group when they're in an all white space that they have to be the representation of whatever oppressed group you're part of. And it's like that isn't fair. And it's one like one Monique doesn't speak for all black people. She, they mm-hmm. don't. And the, the bad part about it is, I think Wendy was talking about it from a scrutinization. It's not that you should walk around like you're representing all Black people. It's just that when you do something bad, you are representing all Black people for somebody. And right. Like, you know like, that they're, wa- yeah, you know right. why people are watching. You know that what they, what they think about us already. Mm-hmm. You've got to be intentional it's like you um, realize, when like, you have a platform yeah, yeah you have a so platform. that's the thing and what got me was that a lot of people were acting like wendy pulled that out of her ass and i'm like she didn't because a lot of uh-huh. people were like how dare you say that i'm like but y'all say that y'all don't watch basketball vibes loving hip-hop bad girls cubs for the exact reason that wendy just said you're like i don't watch that stuff uh-uh i don't know fighting is hood we don't do that uh-uh no we need better representation for us because i saw those articles that is what mm-hmm. they said. And I'm like, wait a minute. It's like I've heard I've heard that, that about Atlanta too. Not about right. the fighting, but yeah. that like I don't want to necessarily go into the words that they choose to use for Atlanta, but mm-hmm. they're not kind and they're like, these are this is not how we want to represent our black women. Um right. and I as a white woman don't really get to say 
Um, anything much further than I have, but I understand. (laughs) Like I saw both sides to that argument. It was like, but she's right. She don't represent all black women. And and the bad part about it is no one in that room negated what she said. No one didn't say that's a little unfair to Monique. Now, Kern, if you thought that was unfair, why didn't you say something? Because you actually agreed. It's like, don't see, this is what I know. I'm like, Kern is so good at lying. I'm like, I'm sorry. Did you negate anything that Wendy said? You didn't negate anything that Giselle said. She's like, we have to hold ourselves above board because they're watching us because they're in all white Potomac. I'm like, I know y'all see all these black women in Potomac, but Sharice literally said the reason why she couldn't find more black women who live in Potomac is because of how Potomac is. Mm-hmm. So that's why she had to go outside and go get people from Bethesda and Virginia and Baltimore. It's like mm-hmm. they live in Bethesda, but it's like she had to find people that would actually do it. I'm like, Potomac is very, very white. A lot of people think it's not. I'm like, oh, baby, it, it definitely is. It's like, I don't know if y'all know this, but it is. But it's mm-hmm. like she couldn't find a lot of people. And that show was built around Sharice Jackson Jordan because she does live in Potomac. Right. It was like, oh, my like, girl. So what did we think about the fashion? The fashion? Yes. Oh, like they, of the ugh. of the of the whole season or like just, of, we're just talking about the reunion what did you think the, about the, fashion of the reunion i think that the yeah i think yellow that color yellow on all of them looked yes. amazing um as an invisibly white woman i cannot wear yellow um <laughs> so i was i was in awe of just how beautiful that color looks looked on mm-hmm. all of their skin tone um yeah i'm you may cannot see in zoom but i'm like <laughs> this is my coffee cup oh my god um, You're so- <laughs> i'm i am not i am i have no i am no hue <laughs> she's not every hue she's no hue no hue I'm beauty <laughs> I am zero hue. That's gonna be. I should start. Should I start a foundation line of for for people who are invisible like me? Um, you are a so, mess. You are a mess. Girl, you know I'm a mess I in every sense are. of that this word. So funny. Oh I'm ridiculous. God. So I'm an invisibly white woman, and I don't think that yellow looks good on me. But that color on all of them looked good. Um, that bow on Candace when we saw the photos did not was just like whoa like I I had to like do a double take of how crazy it looked it actually looked Mm. like it looked good on stage I'm Mm. gonna say that Mm. Um, I think Robin's dress was like my favorite I don't know about the turtleneck part yeah Um, but I liked how it fit her I liked Mm. it it had a nice like silky satin situation going on I don't know why, like in terms of like Giselle's dress, like why anyone bedazzles anything. And I, Hello, I'm not Mr. a fashion cloud. I am not into fashion that much, but like, mm-hmm. if bedazzling is in, like I have no idea. But I, I just, hate it. I, <laughs> thanks, I hate it. <laughs> <laughs> um, Wendy, Thank you, I, hate it. I don't remember too much about what Wendy was wearing. Um, I remember her looking like very Disney princess. She did. Um, I, I told I told Obi, I'm like, now hear me out. Wendy is in a sit down dress. Cause when she was standing in the picture, people were like, oh, I don't like that dress. But when she sat down, she had her legs crossed. The, 
like the shoes. For the sure. Hair. She looked amazing. I'm like, see, y'all, this is supposed my argument. This is a sit down dress. There's some dresses that are good for the red carpet, but then it's like, woo. And then you look at the, but then there are dresses like you see them on the red carpet, like, ooh, oh, yeah, I don't like yeah. this. But then they sit down. It's like, okay, I see it. I see it. I yeah, that's it. how I felt about Candace's dress. Like mm, you couldn't okay. see that it was like the bow separate from the whole thing. Like because right. you're really just seeing the bow and like how that sits on and her. And I like, didn't know like the chest. bottom was like like beaded. I had no idea till like I think she had like oh till she walked away crying so yeah. it had that little like flapper I saw it, I saw it yeah. on the, whoever the designer was I saw it, she had tagged the designer I'm like oh okay that's why and I had to look at it differently like when she walked away crying right. and like yeah. you could see the fringe like fraying yeah. a little bit yeah. like she her body is insane like I just wanted in insane little tangent like I know she's an extremely tiny women, woman and like mm -hmm. clothes tend to look a lot, just look, like look a certain, the aesthetic is, is a certain way for women who are small. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm not, I'm, I'm really doing a hard time. I'm uh, really like hard, trying hard here not to like body shame at all because she is a thin, tiny woman. And I'm not saying that people who aren't that don't look good in clothes, but she looked the way her body is shaped is insane. Like she somehow she's a nice body. She really does. She with looks, that tiny, so tiny beautiful. body, the tiny, tiny, tiny body, and that. Girl, but she on. still has like a booty on her. Like I'm when she was like crawling around in that cat suit, I was just like, I was like, okay, girl. It's like, okay. All right. Um, see, this is okay. why I like to give you that brown dick. Okay. I see it. Mm -hmm. I see what's going on. Okay. I'm like, okay. Right. Girl, I see you. You be hiding a little curves, but they coming I out. Ain't see they? You. I was like, okay. He's like, mm -hmm. yeah. go ahead. Pop the go go beat. <laughs> <laughs> so um, and then for like Karen and mm. um, what's her name? What's the rest of Monique. Monique. I did not mean that by what's her name, Monique. I just literally forgot. You're like, I literally like, wait, like, who am I forgetting? <laughs> I feel like Monique is g -g -g gorgeous she is. and like whatever mm -hmm. she had on her skin that like she was just glowing yeah. um I feel like there was also bedazzled situation on hers which yeah. just makes me like next and then Karen and like I know that something <laughs> about that like clear taffeta thing where like her, it looks in her clear bra like so there's I know this is a thing that like it's in because I see it all the time mm -hmm. where like there'll be like a like a really low v and it'll be like that clear taffeta mm -hmm. and it really just reminds me of like 90s outs like ice skating outfits so like can I just tell when you I see that so I can't time... I have to pass on that yeah so can I <laughs> can I just tell you what was really funny the first time I saw the picture of yeah. Karen in her dress I had I had flashbacks to my prom and I went to prom in 98. We had junior and senior prom. So, so, so did I, yeah. Okay, so when I said that, people were like, wait, you have two proms? I'm like, yeah. Yeah, doesn't everybody? They're like, no, like, no. really? Yeah. I'm like, oh yeah. So yeah, my junior prom, the year, like the upperclassmen was the senior prom. I feel like a lot of people had a dress similar to Karen. That took me back to high school. Not that it was a bad dress. I was just like, why do I feel like this is from some my senior, like my junior prom? I'm like, 
why is this it, it reminded me of prom but karen oh. looks i'm so glad that karen upgraded her hair because mm-hmm. man going back and watching first season of potomac is like whew. and it's like I, wise giselle yes. has not changed karen has she had definitely like had the best come up i've seen is karen like kids call it a glow up like absolutely i'm like the, the coat, <laughs> that blonde is the right shade the um mm-hmm. the makeup is great so it's yeah. ironic so this is really funny so the guy no ig jeremy who does mm-hmm. a lot of the housewives he styled karen for this reunion riley mm-hmm. knox which is um monique's one of Mook's, monique's best friend also she's best friends from dj richie sky so he has said that repeatedly and so has she riley styled monique and lisa nicole cloud made giselle's dress i was like look at this look at all these bravo hookups what's going on it's like oh okay lisa nicole cloud and of course cal did her hair i'm like y'all it's like i get the fashion and i'm i'm glad they were like we just want you to be with a um very good stylist I, I Lisa Nicole too. Cloud, I'm gonna need you to stop using the bedazzle. <laughs> Please check a calendar. You know what? Yeah. What about your lesbian relationship, bitch? <laughs> I'm sorry. It's all I, it's all I remember. <laughs> girl wait tell her darren tell her tell her you're married tell her you don't want to see her again i was like oh i ought to take this shit too because this is way too funny it's like i ought to take this too it's like do you hear this lunatic do you hear this lunatic (laughs) she called me up and told her husband to say break up say y'all over say you're married with children i'm like girl he been cheating on you before you became his wife and you still married that cheating client I wish that the podcast could see some of like when I was calling out Lisa Nicole Cloud like I had my mic to my face and I, I want I want the reaction of you having to hide yourself in your snuggie and to laughter like um we might need to release Lisa like a bit, um pardon me pardon me um check check um I feel like we need to release like 15 seconds of this video. I have to. I'm like, oh my God, I feel like I, just have, um, I have to do this somehow. This is great. <laughs> um, <laughs> that's that's awesome. Oh my God, um, that is hilarious. But the, the 90s skater outfit with the like, the nude taffeta, like I, it triggers me. It just makes me think of Nancy Kerrigan. And like I can't I can see do that too. It. I can see I can't that too. Do it. it reminds like, you of your prom. prom. It reminds me prom realness. The category is ice I skater. skater prom realness. <laughs> <laughs> the category is okay. See, this is what happens. RuPaul Drag Race comes back this week, y'all. For I New get Year's that Day. reference. The category is. See? I get that. See? I get Good. that. See, love um, it. So, I'm not. I'm not completely out of it. Um, <laughs> so. <laughs> We got three and a half hours for a reunion, which is, I think this is the longest reunion ever with three and a half. Typically at the most is three parts, but 
Atlanta with 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 Phaedra and the reveal was four parts. It was four. Oh, that's right. It was. It was. Um, and I will never forget that because I was just like, yeah. I mean, I might be alone, but I love the reunion. It's traumatizing for everybody in the cast. And you love watching the reunion because something always comes out like, wait a minute. The lies, the lies, every the lies, the lies. So much going on. This is so every time I see somebody lie on the on camera and the during the season, I'm like, first of all, my brain's like, you know, your ass is getting recorded. You you know, we're we're talking about this at the reunion. And then also, I'm just like, like, I'm just like, I can't wait for that to come up later when you can't run away. Um, and he's like, you got to sit here and address it. Because, you know, I'm glad you brought that up. Because when I think about a good reunion, it was the reunion that Portia and Kenya got into the physical altercation world. So in one reunion, we got Portia dragging Kenya down some stairs. <laughs> Nene saying, I said what I said. And we did the read of the century from Phaedra. That was all in the same damn reunion. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Wait a minute. The ch- and check that with your medium-sized yep. pizza was all the same. Mm-hmm. That was Uh-oh. all the same reunion. Wait, the same I was reunion here like, Kendra what? got dragged down the stairs. Yeah, because remember as- that happened in the first part. Portia didn't come back after that. I was Get like, the hell oh, out of here. Damn. I am I'm like I am as shook as about this <laughs> as you are about the reunion for New Jersey being in March. That is how shook That is crazy at me. <sighs> okay, now I need to just go back and watch all the reunions for Atlanta because you, they the sound are bites. Epic. The they sound bites. So, so nasty we see each and other. so rude. So Wait, nasty. as we see each other also from the same I, reunion? I don't, I'm trying to think if it was. God, those, God. It's like, there's so just... much going on. I'm like, you know what? I, I think I'm going to give myself a IG project of gold star <laughs> housewives. And Nene <sighs> Leaks is a gold star housewife. I don't. And I was like, yeah. I need you to made just it sit fun to be like a minute because I'm, I'm blown away for a minute. I'm just realizing the magnanimity of the bullshit that those ladies, ladies have given us just in the reunion. I'm just out of breath. <laughs> I gotta look away. I gotta go lay down. <laughs> it is God. There's so both of these franchises they just work so fucking hard for us. So right when like, you call, when you talk about Lucy Lucy Apple Juicy and is does Denise sleep with women sometimes? Like it's just I'm. <sighs> Girl, I'm, I'm just like, like, we don't care. I'm like, we, Denise, you yeah. played this all wrong. It's like, you played I this mean, all wrong. I would have literally my, been like, yeah. girl, why are we talking about this? Don't y'all have something else to do? I mean, I, I understand why, like I, if Denise is actually sexually fluid, I would not have wanted to necessarily admit that on TV because people are not down with that. Like it's, it, she, I feel like she would have probably endured some some negative negative press and that's something Denise Richards has lived with for a really long time so I probably would have denied it to like as yeah as as much as she did because it's no one's fucking business but I mean I think I think that she could have shut it down really easily and just been like 
yeah, I fucked Brandy. Like, yeah, we're yeah not- she licked my box. Okay, so what else is going on? Yeah, like, like we're I'm not sorry, we're not as bad. I'm like, I'm not doing this. If we're we're not we're if if we're as bad as the worst person we've had sex with, then like, I uh, should be, I should be in jail. Right. It's like, <laughs> man. It's like I mm, somebody should be dragging me across the table because child with my wig, me holding on to my wig. It's like <laughs> Lord you, have mercy. Stephanie, did you just say she licked my box? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like Denise is like she can go bravo no, bravo fucking just, bravo it's like this uh, the best that's like, the, we get we did get bravo bravo fucking bravo, bravo. out of it and there's, it just like, there's wait, plenty of screen names that are thanking her for that pretty much I was like y'all don't stop putting <laughs> this up here it's like let me leave me alone so oh my god that that's was, hysterical <laughs> <laughs> it's like what, what y'all want us to do what y'all want? I need I need a snuggie to hide my face in when I just have some laughing. You know what's funny? I have mine and I've had mine for a long time. I don't know if they still make snuggies at this point. Oh, I don't know either. Again, I'm mine like, was I don't a I'm like, this thing is like ago. the best. Okay. So do you yeah. think we needed three and a half hours? Um I, I feel like we needed I, more, but I yeah, I was just gonna say like we talked about this a little bit ago. Like I could have watched all eleven uncut hours. Hello, I'm like, like I would have this. I would have sit through them getting their makeup touched up. I would have sit through their lunch. I would have sit through it all just Can because I? I would. I I love a freaking reunion. So my too. answer is it's always too short unless it's a boring season. And that's the thing. This it, it had no filler episodes. Can I just tell you, Monique's um makeup artist, that's Kay Dempster on Instagram. He used amber lights on her lid, and that took me straight on back because I I didn't wear makeup when I was a um young teenage girl. I didn't start wearing makeup until like later on in college and after college. And one of mm-hmm. the first high end eyeshadows I ever got was Mac amber lights i was like mm. oh shit i gotta go back and get amber lights because man that looks good on brown skin Be- she it was so funny beautiful. she her her makeup her glam all season has been amazing and he's been doing her makeup all season but i was like let me go re-up on some amber lights because man it's like oh yeah, my she god she just took me straight back i thought i loved her little i love the pony, the ponytail. I think they all, as a group, looked great. And I think fine. I'm like, yes, someone needs to win because everybody knows they're not the best dressed cast. But I thought uh-huh. this was a beautiful reunion, even when they were wearing all white last year. I thought if they all wear the same color, they look amazing in a group photo. Uh-huh. So, so the yellow, I'm like, I'm all for it. I was like, I loved it. Um, I was very impressed by Karen. I know people didn't like the crimson Robin's hair. I'm like, I, I get it. It was like, I, oh no, I didn't either. I, I thought that like, like I am a Robin. I was like, stand, why did they crimp but, uh-uh. hair? I'm like, I don't know what y'all were going for. I don't. I thought her makeup looked great. She had a great lip color. I think collectively everybody looked great. So I liked like, the oh. meme about Robin's hair where it looked where somebody like superimposed a CVS receipt on it. Right. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> I'm like the memes about her hair. I'm glad she's being a fair good sport about it. I think that's the good thing about Robin and Wendy. They're very good sports. All the four like the degree memes about her, she laugh at them. Like I get it. She though. reposted a bunch that like when I would repost other one other people's memes, she would repost mine, and I'm like, oh, oh my she's God. Not- it's like she's oh, not even following me but right. she's <laughs> she's like, she posting me and i'm like oh, 
think she's a good sport. I, I think for this, you got to be a good sport. And for her, this to be her first season and she's you a do. good sport, I'm like, go ahead, Wendy, good on you. So let's, whoo, let's dive into the conversations. So let's start with the versus stuff. Giselle versus Karen. Now, this is probably one of my favorite frenemy relationships in any uh-huh. any Housewives franchise because you know they're just going to shade each other back. It's not going to get violent. <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, but <laughs> it won't get violent and you kind of knew some of this stuff was coming. Uh-huh. You know, in some of the press that um, Karen has done with interviews, she always brings Giselle up. And I'm like, now mm-hmm. Karen, I, I get it. So it's like, they're the best kind of frenemies. And it's like the history of the show, they, they shade each other. And a lot of people forget the kind of shady things that Karen has done to Giselle. Cause they're like, Giselle's messy. I'm like, y'all, Karen is too. It's like, oh, she's very messy. Her and Giselle the same way. Cause if they say Giselle lies, I'm like, girl, Karen will ball face lie to your face. And it was like, so them, her talking about Jamal and Every Hue Beauty, it was like, I thought it was a little bit more evenly matched. When those two go each other, it's more evenly matched to me because I'm like, well, you, you've both been nasty to each other. But when Karen was at the reunion after losing both of her parents within a month to six week time, the first person that got up to go see her was Giselle. And it was like, that's because she cares about you. And it was like... I, this is, I was like, I know y'all have like this thing, but I think they genuinely do love each other. That's why Karen wanted to bring her to Surrey. I'm like, you don't like her, but you bring her to your hometown to meet your, be around your family. I'll buy that. Like, because you actually are friends and them having this frenemy dynamic is really uh-huh. cute for the show. Like, I know it won't go too far, but it's like, they still have love there. And it's like, but I enjoy their I, I enjoy their banter. I don't know what it is. I'm like, it feels like it's not Potomac without them like shading each other every two seconds. <laughs> so I have a couple of thoughts on that. Um, mm-hmm. Firstly, I don't dig on Giselle making fun of Karen's age because they're like within yeah. seven it's years like, of each girl, other. Like, like, can't like stop. okay, like, stop girl, it. Take, put, put your bang gang on your knees. What you doing? I'm like, see, y'all not quick I enough mean, for me. I think that like at the point when which she's making fun of um, Karen w- about Robin's hats, like Giselle yeah. might have been th- forty nine, and I can imagine maybe at forty nine thinking someone and and that fifty six or fifty seven is like we're oh I'm not that old like you know not realizing or mm. not wanting to realize that you're about to be in your fifties like, like why that, like there might have been some denial years old there. she's not Victoria what are you doing yeah. And I, the other couple things I wanted to say is, um, I think that Karen probably brought her to Surrey because she feels, I think she feels like there's a competition with her and Giselle and Mm -hmm. that like, she probably wanted her to be like, like, this is my history. Like, not like, look at me, but more like, um, I want you to understand me a little more. Mm -hmm. I want, Mm -hmm. I feel maybe like to shut down some of that shade yeah um also to um it make so become introducing yourself or introducing your friends to your your family especially on um your family home in which your family has like created generational wealth they Mm -hmm. now own the plantation that their family was slaves on like 
Mm-hmm. I feel like she wants to create a vulnerable narrative. So like Giselle will just like ease up on her a little bit is maybe a, was a driving force there. I don't, I don't know that I necessarily believe it's because they're BFFs and she just wants to like be around her. And no. I, th- I feel like there was like an underlying reason, which was like, I want her to see like where I'm coming from and what I and what my family is capable of. And the third thing about Giselle and her wanting to be the source of comfort and the um, mediator, I have this theory that people who tend to do that um, are actually trying to put the spotlight on themselves, like um, a little bit. Like, so I know that this is a pastime of of Giselle's where she's the first lady and she's an active mediator and I think that she has a lot of experience in it and I think that there's also something ego boosting about being the mediator and and being the first person that someone turns that that or the first person that you um that that goes to someone when they're in pain Mm -hmm. I think that there is a level to that that is I don't believe that she's uncaring and does not care for Karen. I think mm-hmm. that there might be something a little more egotistical driving it. Um, that's, that's what, cause like other, other housewives that have done this, like I'm always skeptical of somebody who's like trying to be the mediator, like Heather mm-hmm. Gay out of the gate. Also, huh. I'm, I'm just like, well, first of all, she She's seems like she has stock- little crawler. She really yeah. is. She seems like she might have a little Stockholm syndrome about her friend Jen, um, mm. and she. I also get the get the idea that she wants to nourish her because she's clear. Jen is clearly in pain. Yeah. But the the constant need to be a mediator, I always like have my eye on, on that person. It was like y'all stop trying to make this happen. It's like leave i like the frenemy dynamic between karen and giselle i really do i feel like if they were besties all of a sudden i'm like what the fuck is this it's like y'all being so fake it's like uh uh-uh it's like i need the frenemy thing i'm like potomac really Mm -hmm. does need that i'm like see that's their thing it's like it don't work in atlanta because they know how to read each other it's like potomac y'all y'all getting up there but y'all like the high society ladies you're like, we're Potomac and, you know, we have to treat ourselves. So y'all not going to do what they do in Atlanta. So it's mm-hmm. like, I, I think this franchise, they just need that dynamic between Karen and Giselle. I enjoy it because even at the end of the reunion, she's like, I know you can't hear this right now. And it's like, yeah, she's not going to hear this right now, Karen. Maybe you can like go to, you know, the tea room in DC with her in like three months when we open back up. I'm just kidding. We're opening back up in three years. So it's like, you're going <laughs> to... Go or, or maybe when Giselle see. watched the reunion, she might have been in a place to receive it. Yeah, maybe because um, it's like they they didn't they filmed it a few weeks ago, so I don't. Yeah, it's like I mm. feel like that was in November. I I'm sorry to do this to you at time. I'm I sorry. It's like oh my god, I, oh my god, November was last. <laughs> sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh my god, this is last month. I'm so oh my god, oh my god. Okay, and so, we're almost in January. I'm sorry. This um, is so but, bad. time is such a toast coast this is such a social construct what is going on i don't know what day um, what day is this i don't even know <laughs> like, it is monday oh my god it oh, is, 
Happy it Monday. Is I'm sorry. Um, case, I have a case of the Mondays but, when it comes to time at this point. Okay, next um, verses. <clears throat> I did want to say that even when they do fight, like when they were fighting and that mime showed up, like I'm sorry, I, I almost love lost my shit. She's like, so what are you much. doing? Get the hell out of here. <laughs> I, I love how like Karen's yelling at her and she called her a clown. And I know this is probably set up because we know the mime's coming and the word of the, the use of the word clown I swear, how we answer to like, what the fuck is this mom doing here? Maybe, and and like, like, they look like they genuinely were like, what the fuck is going on? Well, what they is might Bravo not have doing known, now? They might not have known the mime was coming, but I feel like they, they told Karen to use the word clown because it worked so well. Cause like Giselle without, with, she broke, a, she broke a straight face, but not really was like, that's a clown. That's the clown. I was like, and I was, I'm sorry. I'm somebody who has a fear of clowns. I feel like I would oh, just punch him. Like, get away from me. Clowns are evil. There's nothing scarier than a clown. Get the fuck away from I'm a mime. I don't give a goddamn what you are. You got paint on your face. Get out of my face. <laughs> You're not going to get a moment from you. You no, got your face. Like, you, you need to go somewhere. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, Karen straight got out of her seat. I don't think she was into clowns like, either. Wait, and I know there were probably producers there. Hey, come back. So this is for Monique. They're like, what? I don't give a damn. Leave me alone. Giselle's <laughs> like got that glass of wine. Like, and Karen's like, stop engaging him. And she's like, what am I supposed Most to do? He's right there. He's right there. What do you want me to say? I'm like, So oh. like, that's that's the kind of moment that I really Love enjoy. It. Giselle, like like when laughter. she's like quick and funny and mm-hmm. i like even though they were screaming at each other they <laughs> come that scene mind, was he's like, hysterical oh. and then he was posing i'm sitting here like what the hell i'm like <laughs> i hope only paid you a handsome price because if one of them ladies had cold clock you with their purse like mama dorothy i feel like you'd be like uh-uh i got hazard pay what is the hazard pay she popped me in the head with a pocketbook it's like, oh. hey, oh God. <laughs> I was like, what the hell? It's like, I'm just supposed to be giving out invites. Yeah. And here oh. you go, popping me in the head. I'm like, girl. Ugh. Oh my God. That's so let's terrible. talk about a not fun. Giselle versus Monique and her binder. <laughs> okay. Well, what is it? I, okay. So I had heard from Taria from, I think, Bra- oh, Bravo, oh, my OMG, mm-hmm. the account called Bravo, oh, oh, oh OMG, yeah. um, that they had, that uh, Zach had said, this will be Giselle's reckoning. And then when we saw that first episode, mm-hmm. I was like, ooh, it's on. What else is in that binder? What's going to happen? We never saw the fucking binder again. So Ever. I'm bummed about that. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to know what's in the tab called Monique. I want to know what's in the tab called former friend. Mm-hmm. Actually, just get me a photocopy of that binder because she should just I read it. She just show it on her OnlyFans. Get her OnlyFans, Monique. Show it on your two YouTube page. You'll get lots of traction. I was like, oh yeah, OnlyFans to read the binder. I would pay Hello? for that. It's like, see, you you looking for different stuff, Monique. Monique versus Giselle was very interesting for me because. Monique is full of shit. I'm like, ma'am, you are doing all of this. You went Dracaris on your relationship with Giselle, even though y'all really don't have a relationship per se, but you were like, oh, I'm going scorched earth on this. And you brought up 
this whole thing, which was late as fuck about Jamal. I'm like, girl. But it was still so still juicy. It was like, wow. And she's like, yeah, but she also made it seem like the person that his ex was like a complete stranger and she wasn't because you know her. It's like, wait a minute. It's like, ma'am, you've been friends with her for a couple of years. You are, you're like, made it seem like some random stranger came into my mentions and gave me this. I'm like, I'm pretty sure she just forwarded you the text because y'all have each other's phone number. And I'm like, Monique, why okay. are you doing this now? You were, you said on your lives that after the first couple of lives, Bravo was like, if y'all don't, uh-uh, we're shutting this down. Stop it. She said on her live, out of her mouth, this plot was supposed to come up at the season four reunion. You knew before season five filming was going on that Giselle was participating in a plot. Y'all don't see my air quotes. Plot on, you know, doing this to you. So you knew that she was doing this and you still did solo scenes with her. You went to lunch, mm -hmm. you broke bread, you were slapping five, you let this woman into your home and rode in a car with her to Newburgh. Mm -hmm. How, mm -hmm. and this is somebody who has watched Mob Wives, and if you know Drita, Drita <laughs> is the epitome of, it is on site. So for you to say that, you know, I wanna get Giselle for this, you need to explain to me like I'm three, why it wasn't on site for Giselle Bryant. There's no way she could come in my house. If we go on a group events, I will be cool because this is how I'm, I'm like, everybody's like, well, she could have said, like, she had to film with her. She didn't have to film solo scenes with her. There are a lot of ladies on Atlanta that don't get along. You don't see them filming solo scenes. A lot of wives on housewife shows, they don't get along. You don't see them filming solo with them. It's in a group event at the most. Um, they just not I, around each other. I think Taria said it well. We're, and this circles back to like, we want to be friends with the cool girls. Like, mm -hmm. I think that not only does Monique consider doing all of this, doing her job, um, but, but also um, being in with, being on Giselle's good side bodes well for people on this cast. So mm -hmm. I... Do I personally, my brain could not reconcile knowing she was involved with the questioning the paternity and a potential plot mm -hmm. to bring this up on the show and ruin Monique's family. I don't, I would not be able to reconcile this and mm -mm. allow her into my home and speak to my husband. And I will say that, that uh, showing that scene last night where we didn't see um, during the season where Chris was like, Baby looks a lot like me, doesn't he? And she's like, Giselle's like, yeah, why, why, why would he? And um, and he's thinking like, cause bitch, you were you were telling people he's not mine. Exactly. Um, so then when they saw the unaired scene of her talking like, about the rumor, they're like, see, there was a plot. I'm like, no, she was just saying there's a rumor. <laughs> I don't know about, I cannot, I'm not about to say whether I think that the, that they were trying to get Monique's off the show or fuck right. with her family or whatever. Right. But I, I could not reconcile it, but I don't believe that Monique totally has, I'm not dipping my toe into the, the um, diagnosis pool, but mm -hmm. I don't think that, she, I think she has the ability to push aside feelings um, to her detriment, because we see what happens when they surface. Correct. Um, so I feel like she probably 
pushed aside those feelings um, and did what she needed to do for the show. Mm -hmm. And, um, and because it bodes well for her as a castmate to not be on Giselle's bad side. Maybe there was a little bit of like, if I become this girl's friend, Mm -hmm. perhaps this plotation, I love that Candace used that word, by the way. Perhaps this plotation plotation. will not not continue. There was plotty words. I said, what the hell? I love it. (laughs) I I make up my own words, so I love it. Oh, I I just love love it. Um, so perhaps the plotation won't continue or she'll shut it down if we're like become friends. And that's There's... the part that I'm very confused about because this is supposed mm-hmm. to come up as season four, the reunion. Uh, I five, didn't I'm realize like, that. You guys have so much more tea than I, I do. Just like, because that's the thing. That's what Monique said. They were going to bring it to the season four reunion. And I'm like, mm. but they didn't. And the thing about it is, you're saying that Giselle, when Chris said she was the main plotter, I'm like, I feel like y'all are giving Giselle way too much credit in this because it was Gigi. Gigi went right to production. I was going to say, wasn't it Gigi? Gigi went to production. She's like, I had never talked to Giselle. So how is Giselle the main plotter of this? And she wasn't even in with all of the information. Then you were bringing in Sharice and Ashley went on her IG story or her live saying Sharice had nothing to do with this. And I'm like, okay, so y'all need, you need more teeth, Monique. Your, your dinosaur needs more teeth because you, it's crumbling. It's like, what do you, girl? It's like, you, you're saying, it's now she say, she say, unless you have concrete proof, which by the way, you do not, that she was trying to hurt your family. You're just having, it's more of, you just want to believe it because you don't like Giselle. And it's like, it's fine. You don't have mm-hmm. to. She don't like your ass either. So, I mean, I feel like you're even. So I, I have this theory when it comes to Monique and Giselle. Oh, she, was ahead, trying to play, she was ready to play cool with Giselle in the beginning, try to act like she wasn't involved in the plot. The minute that Giselle didn't take her side in the physical fight, she was like, I want nothing to do with you. She was like, oh, so then I don't, have to act mm. like we jumping cool so now I can do this because I have a feeling if she had taken Monique's side in this fight none of this would have happened and I'm shout out to Rodney the voice because I'm like yeah that totally makes sense he's like yeah I've, I've hmm. certainly been there once you if, if we have each other's secrets or we like mm-hmm. there's stuff between me and a friend and you mm-hmm. start if you you sever that I'm not keeping your secrets anymore and it's, it's not like a lot of people do that because that's us. what the guy from the black socialites made his soul rest in peace mm-hmm. that's what happened with him and sharice they had a falling out and then all of a sudden he had no problem not keeping her secrets anymore and then he got really really cool with monique and i don't know if she sought him out he started or she just i don't know how that happened and i think he's explained it as other interviews he's done i think he kind of explained it because that's the thing it's like he used to run sharice's website he started the black socialites and he has been to premiere parties and uh-huh. was just like yeah so now it's like all of a sudden you saw him only really talking about candace giselle karen basically anybody that was cool with sharice he was nasty he was either putting out tea or saying kind of rude things about them on the page i don't want to say uh, cruel I like i think it was going back and forth and so when chris mentioned it when he said the blogger who went after my children, he was talking about him because mm. Kyle, um, 
he was trying to talk about his kids. I think he reached out to maybe his ex. I don't know if he was successful, but he uh-huh. basically tried to label him as a deadbeat dad. And it's very interesting to watch people get mad at how somebody retaliates. You actually did threaten his family. You are bringing up all this information about his ex and his kids. Mind you, Chris has said on that show that he has a, he doesn't have a good relationship with his older child. He has uh-huh. said that. So that is not anything really new. And it's like, uh-huh. so why would you bring all of this up? So you had no right. problem. So to watch Giselle do the thing that she said, I'm so mad somebody would do this to me. I'm like, ma'am, you're not above this. You just uh-huh. might want to seem like I had to get down in the gutter with this. You kind of didn't. But no, no, we all have a, a choice, choice not maybe. to do that. I'm like, you made a mm-hmm. choice. I'm like, it. I don't agree with it. I thought it was just low. Is it iconic? Bro? housewife reunion history absolutely, absolutely. I could, I'm like I don't have to like something to recognize how iconic it was because I felt some sort of way about Kim bringing that goddamn bunny Lisa Renna is crazy because I wouldn't have cried I'd have got off that couch and beat her ass with that bunny I'm like bitch did you just bring this bunny to the dent somebody got a match somebody got a match here get me a trash can put that bunny uh-huh. right in there light that bitch on fire I'm sorry if it is so toxic why are you holding on to this bitch fuck you okay girl fuck you I, like, ah! and it was I'm iconic. just imagining how good that at reunion would have become if you were there setting trash cans and bunnies on fire let me tell you something somebody <laughs> got a steel trash can you got some lighter fluid in the match hey let me help you put that bunny right on in there Give, give me that light fluid. Now, let's have- Is Oscar the Grouch in the back? Give me Child. that trash can. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, y'all better than me. I'm like, and all Lisa Renna did is sit there and cry. I'm like, <laughs> but you get all big and bold when y'all on Zoom. Girl, Lisa, shut up. <laughs> shut up. We we you, have breathed enough life into Lisa Renna for a lifetime like, just now. Lisa, please mm. leave us alone. Um, I will say that- I completely agree that like maybe once that Giselle did not have her back, that it became a mad day for her. Oh, absolutely. And on the and on the converse, what would had had what it would have looked like for Ashley if she hadn't? Yeah. Um, that mm-hmm. would have been very interesting. I would like you to see. You know she'd have brought out that video. You know oh, she'd have brought out what happened video. in the basement. It was like you know oh, that video so would have, have magically appeared all of a sudden. Somebody mailed it to me. It was on a I'm VHS. Like, I don't know how got here. The, the, the company mailed it to me. But you said there's no camera in your basement. What security company doesn't put a camera in a public place? Your bathroom? Probably not. Your bedroom? Probably not. Your basement? A public space in your house that the security has to where, monitor and you got people in your house? Girl, what where the where, where your kids play things like this that like you might want to keep an eye on like what? okay oh my girl so, it's like i would like access to the choose your own adventure book of this season of like <laughs> what would it what would it have looked like if ashley had taken candace's side what, what would it have looked like no if to writing that statement like, what she said maybe oh, i don't want to get involved I really want to choose your own adventure as mm-hmm. to like what the uh, what the endings would have been. What would it look like? What would it have looked like? Okay, and oh, and as much as like everybody's like this is iconic, I'm like it is. I, I mean, I've never seen something like this at a reunion. Do I think she mm-hmm. was right? No. And it's like, ma'am, you're doing a lot of this. But if someone says, so why did you film with her? Oh, it's my job. I'm like, 
So please don't pull this job shit with me. It's she like, was probably don't. putting it away because it's like she was she, that's what it, she like does. Dr. Wendy says, I'm we're gonna put a we're gonna button this. I'm like she oh. buttoned it up and we we find out what happens to Monique when she puts boxes on shelves. Mm-hmm. Uh, and compartmentalizes and right. then all of a sudden um, she um unfastens the button and it's like we off to the races dracaris <laughs> it's right like, I, it's or, fine if you feel like yeah. i don't want to fuck with this bitch at all yeah you go dracaris but man you can't go into another season of filming with with, with a binder of all of your cast members and the main cast member who is very transparent and is a literally a self-drag literally <laughs> said to you, let's not do this. I'm like, yeah, because Ashley, you know you got a big chunk in that daggone binder. Why would she have a why would she have a tab for you and Karen? She has a tab for her session. I even have a tab for myself. I'm like, why would What's you do? I'm sorry, but um What's in her therapy bill? It's like, what was the reason? I'm like, what, girl, you could have just came with your Giselle folder. You don't need a binder. This is when you know you're bored in, in quarantine. Why are you going to the Kinko's? Why are you using all of Chris Samuel's ink in her printer? Why are you why are you getting all the color tabs? Got your label maker, your Damo label maker, and you making tabs. I'm like, girl, you ain't got no, you have three kids. You, you have know a she's that you potty trained, which I'm like- you, you know she's so type a that like this is like, probably not even a like wasn't even like this ain't nothing i'm like i know right helped you it's fine i'm like that's what best friends do it was like she your best she, friend so she like let me she definitely has has more than one binder in her life of where things are because oh, that's just the she way did. she is and this it's is like where that's the holy whore thing i was like ma'am you didn't invent that i know where this come from that came from off the youtube you heard that from somebody and Riley Knox is your friend. I think you it's still hilarious. With DJ Richie Sky. So believe me, you had help. She didn't say she made this on her own. She's like, I just brought this, I brought my binder. I'm like, why? And you only used it for le like literally the last 10 minutes of the first part of the reunion. Girl, what else is in the binder? I hope that, out? I hope for the sake of the binder, I hope that, that we just didn't see its use throughout the maybe, 11 maybe hours. We, maybe it's like, maybe y'all have uncut. Maybe we will get a- um, I would, I need to know the contents reveal. of that binder. And maybe she snaked the term pastor holy whore, mm -hmm. but I will tell you that I gasped I when I like, heard it. It was- it's like- It was- Why? It's like pastor holy whore. I'm like, girl. And, the, and the th that's the thing that got oh me about her. Chris literally said on the live, don't take shots at me to get to her. Monique, why are you taking shots at Jamal to get to Giselle? And then she didn't give you what you wanted. You didn't mm -hmm. get the rent of tears. You didn't mm -hmm. get her sitting there with tears running down her face. Um, Have you been watching Giselle this whole series? She only, you are not Cal. She's only in crying in front of Cal. She, and that's oh, it right. because it's a trusted right. place. She she barely cried in front of Robin. She looked very uncomfortable though. It was just like, I can't pop this bitch in the face. I'm like, I can't give her. She's like, you want something out of me and you're not going to get it. So you didn't get it. It's right. like, and I rouse her up more than anybody. It's like, she can get her uncomfortable. But Monique, she was like, girl, you, girl, I'm not giving you what you want. I'm not going to give you what you want, hun. 
It's like, I'm not doing this. So I'm like, and that's the people are like, oh my gosh, she's so embarrassed. I'm like, it is embarrassing to like talk about this on national television, but sweetheart, if you search the YouTube, we knew about that months ago. I'm like, this is old, this is old tea. And that girlfriend that you, this ex that you went to, she's like, I was his girlfriend for eight years. I'm like, so you were his girlfriend while he was engaged to tweet? Cause he was engaged <laughs> to tweet. So were you there? then why ain't you coming after tweet oh i know why but it's just like uh mm-hmm. it, it bothers you that he's starting over with giselle but she, he was engaged to tweet so when were you his ex when he got divorced 12 years ago i'm like when did this happen let me know when this happened let me know when your timeline hands up oh yeah monique is on the cover of her magazine december 2020 baby there are uh-huh. friends and i'm like you have been lying in wait for this so you did all of this because she don't like she wasn't impressed by your four homes she was shading you you shading her back you said that she was jealous because everybody is jealous of you fucking chris samuels and having this life in your four homes and your and your bird and your three kids and i don't know what else you think we're jealous of baby you don't know jamal bryant you don't know what kind of lifestyle Giselle used to live. And to a certain extent, she does still get to live it. Ma'am, uh-huh. he gets flew out. He gets flewed out. Do you know how much money he makes just for someone to ask him preach for 20 minutes? This man, I it's like, she imagine. is not impressed. This is not NFL wives, Monique. She is not impressed by you. And the bad part about it is, if you was a real bitch, you wouldn't care. I'm like, girl, I don't give a fuck what Giselle think. I'm like, yeah. If, she, if you pay her dust, you wouldn't have been putting together a binder. It's like, wait a minute, why you ain't paying none of these bitches dust? You have this wonderful life that you say you have, but you ready to take someone down because they didn't hop on your side of the fight and that iced out plan you wanted for Candace backfired on your ass. It's like, uh, ma'am, you told them to their face. You do not have to invite me to group events. It is okay. You don't have to invite me. So why are you sitting here saying they iced you out? You said don't invite you. Uh-huh. Which one is it? It's like, no, that's like, so don't sit here and say that we iced you out when you said don't invite me. She's like, I did say that. Oh my God, I'm sorry. So what's the problem? You well, said I, don't invite you. I mean, there is nuance there. You can say it's okay to not invite me, but I'd also feel excluded at the same time. Like you can- I mean, yeah, that's true. It's like, I, like so what she it can still make you like, really sad that okay. your actions caused you. I mean, that's, pro- so my- my thing with Monique is like, I feel, and I said a lot of this on Taria's podcast, which is, mm-hmm. I think she just doesn't have the right words to say what she's, what's she going don't. on with her. She could say for right now. She didn't say for, if she had said, you know, if y'all having a group events in the next few weeks, it's okay if you don't invite me, but you just said, don't invite me to your group events. They're like, okay, that makes this easy. I don't even have to yeah. think about inviting you because you said it's fine. And she can also say it made me sad that I wasn't invited. Like, and they didn't even come to though, her event, so that's where that came from because they didn't mm-hmm. come to the live podcast show. Um, okay. Yeah, so I think that maybe that it was she was saying that and she meant it, but at the same time she probably was like, "I wish it wasn't this way." She thought they would still kind of go, you know, I feel kind of bad excluding her. It's like, but. For Robin, it's like, mm. she was like, no, you knew Giselle, but Giselle really didn't have any group events this year. So she wasn't having nobody there. It's like, I, mm. 
And I heard Brandy's mm-hmm. point where she said, it was my daughter sip and see. I wasn't going to let the first time y'all see each other be something for my daughter and my family. I'm not doing that. Especially so like, with the potential drama of her husband's family showing correct, up. Like, correct. There was only one slot for drama and it would have been. It would have been, it's like, I think the family drama would have been worse. Like, oh my God, y'all doing this on film. It's like, oh my God, we ain't talking yeah. years. We've been married 10 years, which I was like, Oh wow. It's like that's and it's that's intense. the other thing about this fight being like the Lucy Lucy apple juicy of Potomac that mm-hmm. we didn't get to see more conversation as to why this is going on. It's really mm-hmm. not any of our business, but still being Eddie being so transparent, which damn he is fine. <laughs> it's like he Eddie is so, is so fine. cute. Like, yes, yes. He's so fine. It's like, okay. And then him being very honest and very measured when he said it, like they just don't get along. We don't have a real relationship. And he sounds sad about it, but I think he's also like, I don't know what else I can do about mm-hmm. this. And I think his family may be too proud after seeing like, because one, this is now an international show. Internationally, it may be like a few months before they see this, but it's still, it could reach his family and they'll be like, oh, I'm definitely not speaking to his ass now. How dare you bring up our family business on television? Oh, I can't that imagine happens. that's going to bode well for him. No. Yeah. So it's like, if they weren't talking to you for the last 10 years, I don't think they're going to. And I guess at this point, he just has to go. I, I mean, we still invite them. We're holding out hope. So, I, you know, I'm just, I'm fine with that. I'm like, okay. Maybe he's, yeah, maybe he's hoping to appeal to their softer side and mm-hmm. see that it's been, it's been devastating for him. But most likely, if they're, if they're the type of people that are just not speaking to their son, mm-hmm. that they're probably going to be air on the side of like, now you're talking about us on national, international exactly. television. Exactly. It's like, you have, yeah, you we're have good. dug the grave further. I'm good, love, and joy. It's like, yeah, yes. we're not going to do this with you. Okay, yeah. let's talk about another versus. All right. Karen versus Wendy. Karen versus Wendy. <sighs> it's odd to talk about because I feel like a spicy, it's a spicy take, but it may go <laughs> well. The reason why Karen didn't see it for Wendy and said she didn't fit, because I do believe, I don't think it had to do with her skin color. I don't think karen is that bad to say oh because Uh she's darker than everybody and karen wendy is the darkest person on that cast yeah Um, for sure i don't think it had anything to do with she didn't think she was pretty i think it's Uh because of the fact that of all the young women that came through potomac katie ashley candace monique all of them came to karen for molding Uh wendy did not she didn't need anything from Karen, she didn't need molding on how to fit in for Potomac. She didn't need molding on how to be a better parent. She's like, I have good role models in my mother and my sister. I don't need you. And because she didn't need Karen, she didn't come to Karen to kiss the ring. And also she actually already knew Karen and she already felt icy. Like she acts like she's never met me before. That was what Wendy said. She acts like she don't even, like she's never met me. And she's like, like we have we're on the same committee, Karen. I'm like, yeah, that's why she has a problem. It's like every other, because Wendy is 36. So she fits in that age bracket of younger women who need me to mold them. And it's like, uh, she has four degrees. She has, a, she has a husband that loves her down. She has beautiful children. She has a career. She don't need anything from Karen Huger. And that's not something she can handle. 
I agree with that take. Uh, it's not. I don't think it's a hot take at all. I mean, Wendy said it even on the TV show. Uh, the TV show. The reunion. The show. <laughs> hey, I'm old. Um, <laughs> she said it on the television. <laughs> she said it on the TV show. The TV box. Um. <laughs> oh, good. Um. she said it on the reunion and i agree with that i think that um there's probably some intimidation there because Mm -hmm. though karen doesn't have the academic accolades that Mm -hmm. that wendy has she has her reputation she has Mm -hmm. um the grandomness of it all Mm -hmm. and she won't admit it for until she will take it to the grave if she actually feels this way. But I think that Karen was intimidated by her and that the idea of someone overshadowing her in this show Mm -hmm. um, with the greatness and that greatness being in Wendy's case, her accomplishments Mm -hmm. and her career Mm -hmm. and her family and her husband that will say, I love you out loud. Like there's a lot of things that Wendy got that, Karen, Karen doesn't. Didn't. It was like Karen, you have been a housewife for literally twenty something years. Yeah, like, and Karen you've been a has, and it's fine. I think that's great. I'm like, I want to see more black women who are like, just wreck, just housewives. You don't have to labor. You don't have to get a job for anything uh-huh. because ladies of leisure has never been a black woman thing. We've uh-huh. never been a ladies of leisure ever. So it's like. I actually am like, that's right, Karen. He take go ahead and tell him, pay this bill, pay this credit card bill. I ain't paying this back. You go ahead and pay that credit <laughs> card bill. Give me the credit card. I and he said stipend. I said stipend. I thought that was an interesting. I'm glad he didn't say allowance because I'd have been like, Raymond. Stipend is an interesting choice of that, words I was too. Like, people I'm like stipend, like because um, it's also when you say well, it it sounds like what you give to somebody who does like it's what you give a student like like an intern like an like an intern like a student assistant or mm-hmm. like a yeah it's, your monthly stipend which indicates a power differentiation mm-hmm. but, but, but um, i really am glad he didn't say allowance because i'd have been like now raymond he didn't have to say stipend either. Like he could have, she just, he could have just said she had access to all my money. Right. She just said, I took care of you for years. That's all he could have said. And it's like, we would have known because she was literally a stay at home wife. She was a house wife in every form of the, of the word. So I'm like, yeah. yeah. She lived on the grandiosity mm-hmm. of being the black Bill Gates's wife and, and being Karen Huger in Potomac. And mm-hmm. someone comes in and has their own greatness that they've achieved themselves mm-hmm. and i think that there's probably a ring kissing thing but i think there's also an intimidation thing that yeah. karen does not want to be outshined and i think that that's one of the reasons she is always always bringing giselle up and always like um giselle said something about her and ray and then into her confessional karen was like I know when she's bringing up my man that she's not right at home. And like, there's some element of truth to that. Like things aren't right with Jamal. But I think that like that one of the reasons she keeps, uh, I don't want to use the word obsessed, but like she is, she doesn't want to let the mouse go when it comes to Giselle. And it's, Mm -hmm. I don't think Giselle even thinks they're in the same universe in terms of like comparison. And that probably pisses Karen off too. 
Like, cause she want the she is a self proclaimed grand dame. Mm-hmm. And the grand dame <laughs> of Potomac really is Sharice Jackson Jordan, but we're not going to do that today. Um, it was like man, Karen Huger, please, if you're listening. <laughs> We still love you and your wigs. We really do. Over your nose, over your nose. The mother freaking mask goes over your nose. Put it on your mouth and it ain't doing nothing. Put it on your nose or the germs still coming. Hey, over your nose, over your nose. The mother freaking mask goes over your nose. It's a pandemic and we stuck inside. Put it on your nose or some people gon' die. Hey, over your nose, over your nose. The mother freaking mask goes over your nose, over your nose, over your nose. Mother freaking mask goes over your nose.